Well, good morning, little brother. It's Early Break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Twenty-four days away from kickoff in Ireland, Nebraska will begin the season against Northwestern. Plenty to get to from fall camp so far with Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. Before we get to that, hey, me and Sip talk all the time on the show about Dublin and going there. You've already been there. Uh, I'm curious for those going, what kind of experience are you expecting? What, what what's the like? How different is it from here? And uh, what should that trip be like for those making the trip out there, Sean? I mean, honestly, this could be like a whole show um, going into Dublin. I mean, everything you, you would expect out there, but it's an unbelievable experience. Um, you know, it, it's a quicker flight than you think. From Chicago, we got there with a little tailwind in only six hours. But oh, That'd um, be nice. You know, the, the, there's differences um, when, when you get there. Like, the food's fairly similar, but, you know, there, there's different things about, like, how they have their breakfast and, and just different stuff like that you got to adjust to when you're out there but the people are, are great um you know you go downtown in uh, the city center of dublin and i mean and you can just walk around and explore for hours and and, and there, there's just so much to do um and obviously the, the countryside it's a whole different part of ireland when you get out out of the city so uh, people are gonna have a lot of fun i mean I, i'm gonna have a lot of fun just seeing 10,000 plus 12,000 husker fans uh, taking over that city and d- just to see the reaction of, of the locals' faces because, you know, there, there's never been much like that where that many Nebraska fans are going to be overseas or something like this. You mentioned that the scrambled eggs weren't your cup of tea. Why is yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're creamy. They're, like, really heavy and creamy. And um, Casey Fritton uh, and, you, you know, Casey Sip, the photographer, yeah. was with me on the trip, and <laughs> we had the scrambled eggs. We were like, yeah. I'm probably just going to stick with oatmeal the rest of the morning or the rest of the trip uh, because they're heavy. I mean, there's really creamy and heavy eggs. Um, they have tomatoes and mushrooms for breakfast as well, and, and their bacon's a little bit different. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, the breakfast of all the meals we had, the traditional Irish breakfast, and you can Google it pretty easily, look it up. Um, <laughs> it's a lot different than I was used to. A little heavier for breakfast than um, I, I was used to, so... Um, and, and the water, uh, you have to make sure you clarify you want um, still water instead of sparkling water. Oh. Uh, because the sparkling water is obviously the carbonated water. Okay. And um, I made that mistake once, and <laughs> I was not a fan of sparkling water. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Sean, about a month ago, we heard there was 9,000 tickets sold for Nebraska. Do you have any update on that in terms of if it, how much it's gone up or where they're at with, it, with ticket sales? No. I okay. mean, they, they haven't really said. And, um, so my my thought and, and their thought still has been it's probably going to be between ten and twelve thousand Nebraska fans um, that that will be out there um, because you know they only have so much data. You can get tickets as well through Ticketmaster outside of the, the schools on their blocks. So there's definitely people that have done that as well. Um, and and I think some savvy fans have found some cheaper tickets uh, going that route, um, not through the school. So. I still think there's going to be ten to 12,000 Nebraska fans there. And I ask this question all the time. How many other fan bases right now today during this period that we live in would travel 
10 and 12,000 fans to a football game in Dublin. I don't, I don't think there's very many at all, and that's why Nebraska's uh, going to this game. Sean Callahan joins us. Um, Sean, when you, wa- when you went over to watch the first 30 minutes of practice on Monday, were you at all concerned or, or were, was part of your mindset, I want to see if Casey Thompson's throwing okay because I hear all this talk about his thumb and perhaps residual – impact from last year's injury was that on your mind and and if it was what did you see you know yeah just seeing him live and in, in, in action was a priority i think for all of us to to, to go in there on uh, monday and um he was zipping the ball he looked fine to me and and had a a focus to him and yeah you, you hear so much i mean just from different stuff over the summer uh, like the mark whipple interview that was on um the Husker Network. Yeah, that interview was done in early June, and it aired in late July. Um, so I, I think there were people concerned, you know. But that interview was two months old, um, and, and you, you saw the. We know that he had thumb surgery after the spring, but he looks fine. But it, it is going to be something to monitor and how he holds up. Where is he going to be three or four games into the season? Will there be any issues? I think that's another mile marker to kind of see. Um, is this thing going to reoccur, pop up? Will, will he be able to make it through a full season? Sean, I'm curious, how long I mean, do you expect by week one in Dublin for this offense, for the new quarterback, new faces at receiver also and running back to be clicking right away against Northwestern? What do you expect it to look like week one in Dublin? That's really hard to say yeah. um, because it's a new group. They're going to be playing overseas. You don't know what the weather's going to be like. It's grass surface out there so there's a lot of things that, that you don't know week one what it's going to look like um, but I, I think they've got the athletic advantage in this game there's no doubt in my mind about that and they've got to figure out a way to execute and utilize that athletic advantage in this game I think they're going to have a line of scrimmage advantage in this game in terms of physicality they've got to figure out how to utilize that and and and, and get after Northwestern up front and um, they'll have a good plan, and they have the advantage. Northwestern's not going to be 100% prepared for what Nebraska throws at them in this game. And I do like the fact, from the defensive perspective, Nebraska's got a unit that's had the same coaching staff now going into their fifth year. So these guys will be able to communicate and, and really operate on the fly um, in this game. And, and the special teams should be so much better for Nebraska, uh, kicker and punter and even in the return game, than it's ever been under Scott Frost in Nebraska. Sean, are you basing your your comment on Nebraska having better physicality up front? Is that mostly just based on last year's result? I, that's striking to me that um, you feel that the, way. The, just the eyeball test in the size of Nebraska versus Northwest. Northwestern doesn't have guys the size of Nebraska. That's true. That's true. I mean, in terms of physical size, this is one of the biggest rosters Nebraska's ever had. When you look at the O-line and the D-line, the size of the people, the height, the weight, uh-huh. the physicality of them, they're as big as they've ever been in Nebraska. It is a big group. Go ahead. Join me, Sean Callahan. Sean, uh, after practice, Mickey Joseph didn't seem too ecstatic with his receivers the other day. I'm, I'm curious, was that just kind of some tough love for Mickey, or do you have any concern about that group uh, in the early phase of camp? Oh, I don't have much concern because I know they have material there. I know they have guys that have played. Um, Division One football. All three transfers um, at the receiver group: Trey Palmer, Isaiah Garcia, Castaneda, um, and, and Marcus, Marcus Washington. Washington. Yeah. All of them have played Division One football, so 
they've got guys coming in that have played at this level. Then they return guys that have played at this level from the Nebraska's. So it, it's just getting on the same page. And yeah, I think Mickey Joseph is trying to really send a message that we got a long ways to go, and he wasn't going to just praise those guys day five or six of fall camp. Scrimmage on Saturday. If you could watch it, what in particular would you look for? The quarterbacks, no doubt. Yeah, the quarterbacks, yeah. just um, to yeah. see how they operate and move, and move the offense. And that's really the key to this whole thing. And if Nebraska wants to have um, a better year, I mean, it starts there having a quarterback that can manage and operate Mark Whipple's offense. I'm curious, Sean. We've had a lot of questions about this recently on the text line, but I mean, do you believe that there will be at, at any design run plays at all for quarterback? Is that if, if we see that at all this season, is that strictly a scramble or a broken play? Never say never, um, but yeah, I think they don't want to run the quarterback um, on design runs very often, if ever. So if you're going to see a run, it would be a scramble or a broken play. I always ask myself this, so Logan Smothers is a good runner. Could you have packages where he comes in and does things as a runner? I, I don't know if that, that's something they're thinking, but that's a way you could do it. So, hey, we're going to kind of do a change-up package and put him in for a few plays because he is he is an electric runner, and, and maybe that's something they, they'd want to utilize still. But um, I would be very surprised if you saw Casey Thompson or Chella Purdy on a lot of design runs, if any at all, this year. We have one minute, one more minute with Sean Callahan. Sean, you are a, a, a huge Dodger fan. I mean, one of the biggest Dodger fans I know, probably one of the biggest Dodger fans in Lincoln, Vince Scully died, the voice of the Dodgers. What did Vince Scully mean to you? I mean, you, are a, you're, you, know, you have a broadcast background, obviously. What did he mean to you? Well, yeah, I, I watch a lot of Dodger games, and I have for most of my life, and you know, I'd sit back and, and, and listen to him almost every night on TV doing the games, and, and, and like this this guy's amazing. Um, you know, he was announcing games in Brooklyn, and he was calling games, and when Jackie Robinson played, and Whoa. Their, oh, their games were where Babe Ruth were in, was in the stands at a game he announced, and he pointed out Babe Ruth was here. I mean, he has so much history and knowledge of the game, and, and just for us and our generation that we got to experience that, and, and his level never slipped as he got older. Um, you know, he, he truly is the gold standard of an announcer, and he was just baseball. He he did a Super Bowl. He he did the Masters. Um, he he did other sports besides uh, baseball. He he was you know truly the greatest announcer I believe of our generation, God maybe of all time. God really a wonderful talent, Vince Scully. Age ninety four, passed away. Sean, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Hey, thank you, guys. Sean Callahan. Great stuff there from Sean. I'd forgotten that Scully did do Masters and Super Bowls, and and he he, he was around when Jackie Robinson was <laughs> you, And Babe Ruth. Yeah. Babe, Babe Ruth was he, alive. He yeah. would point out that Babe Ruth was in the stands of the game he was at. Yeah, six decades of calling games. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Six decades. Did you say that sharp the entire time? Sean talked about the heavy eggs, um, the rich, the rich eggs in Dublin. Um, I still don't understand what that means. Is it hard to understand, Jake? That they're 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 rich and they're heavy, and what they're you, they're they're. What are they doing to them? I don't know. They're but they're rich and they're heavy. I, that, okay, is that you, hard to understand? I, I get what that what that tastes like. But what are they doing to the eggs to make them rich and heavy? I don't know.
Like I have eggs at my house, and you know, I've they're had not different. Rich and I've heavy. had I've had scrambled eggs and fried mm-hmm. eggs and all sorts of different eggs, sunny side up eggs. I think they're syrupy. Little okay, syrupy. There we go. Now that's yeah. an answer. Yeah, I, I might like that. I'll check that. You out. might like it. Yeah, I'm I love not... syrup. <laughs> I like sugar. Well, I don't think they're. I don't think they're sugary syrupy. I mean, I think Aunt Jemima is part. Of... <laughs> okay, fine. I'll Aunt research Jemima's... what the heck heavy eggs means. Yeah. Rich eggs, what they're doing to the eggs, Sean, and report back. Sean referred to oatmeal. I think they call it porridge yes, over there. Yes, porridge. Yes. So I yeah, that's called. I eat porridge here. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting appearance by Sean. Um, it's heating up. It's heating up. It is. Hey, by the way, we have access to the Huskers both Thursday and Friday this week. Hello. Yeah. So. I think it's Chenander. I think it's Chenander available tomorrow and then Frosty on Friday. So we'll have plenty of material. Thursday and Friday we have access. Not to practice, but post-practice access. So there'll be a lot. You know what else is tomorrow? What? NFL football. Hello? Preseason. You're kidding me. Hall of Fame game. <laughs> is it really? I think, I'm pretty That's, sure it's tomorrow. Are you tomorrow. sure I'm about sure that? pretty sure it's tomorrow. This is coming up. Someone's, I, I think so. That's honest. Let me check. I don't want to lie we to we are having trouble today. No, you no, 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 no. We're no, bringing no, no, up no, no, things no, no. that we don't know, we which is not famous. a good look. I saw it. It's not a good look, Jake. Well, I did it in the first segment. Yeah, I did it in the first segment and didn't. I, I started yeah. down that. Okay, I was right. It is tomorrow. Okay, Thank you. you guessed Jag and you got it right. Yeah, Jags, good job. Jags and Raiders tomorrow, seven p.m. Tomorrow. Yep. Do you, do you also wanna, play in the regular season. That's, that's uncommon to have. Do you want to go on the air with any, any other guesses? Uh, Trevor Lawrence will not play. Why tomorrow. is that? I, I'm seeing well, that's what they do, NFL.com. Right? He's isn't, not playing. Isn't that what they do, though? Yes. They with do. starting quarterbacks? You know more than I do. In that. I mean, is, is Tua playing? Yeah, he'll probably play a few the series? first two series or so. Yeah, I saw I saw on TikTok uh, he, he 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 over the weekend he completed a long ball. Uh, yeah, he did to, to Tyreek Hill, and it looked incredible. Right, it expect incredible. more of that, my friend. Just <laughs> okay. that's, that's just the start of Is what's that? about to go down in Miami. Well, and we'll get to the Dolphins later on regarding all you guys tweeting me and saying that my team's a bunch of morons. I'll, I'll tell you my thoughts on the whole tampering situation. Yeah, we better get your thoughts on that. Well, you'll get them later in the you'll show. You'll get them at seven thirty. What's next? Next is the mailbag. If you have any questions, shoot them our way. Text us, 464-5685. The mailbag and song of the day. One that Simple surely loved today. Next on Early Break on the Ticket. (laughs) 